frontier. This is Football Daft with Stephen Purden. Midfield dynamo and average actor. Chris Toll. Target man. Suspicious character. And... Welcome to Football Daft, it is the Daftest Scottish Football Podcast around. I am producer John and let's introduce the team, shall we? First of all, let's welcome a man currently raving about the new HBO show The Landscapers. It is Chris Toe. Hello there. Hello there. Uh, talk us up through a show. It's Olivia Coleman's in it, eh? I but see, the thing is, I didn't realise it was a real story. I thought it was like a reimagining of the Fred and Rose West. Well, that's what I thought it was, is it not? Well, that's what it was originally supposed to be, I think, but they've changed it. And it's a, it's about these two people down in England that it's just so out there. Man, honestly, it's, it's ridiculous. It's bananas. And now for a man who has been spotted less than Callum Butcher has in a Dundee United top, it is Grado. Good to have you back, brother. Good to have you back. A wee bit, a wee bit, a wee bit, a wee bit nervous. that you were, you were, everybody was throwing all over Instagram yesterday. What a babe. What an absolute baby again. So where, where did Keen get that picture of me? I don't know. It was on a it was on a hangway. Uh some hairdressers Instagram. Aye, somewhere. it's the guy that cuts my hair, Raf, Mr. Blondie's put me in one of his adverts. Oh, has so he? I'm getting, I'm getting sent. And the thing is I'm doing a face like kinda you know that way kinda pouting, kinda I'm trying to be stupid, but mate, it just no, came out look, as if know, I'm trying were, to look good. You were smouldering, mate. Aye. You were smouldering. It's I, a think, I think... I think you've lost weight as well, Grado. I think you've lost weight. Well, I've went from 18 stone 2 to 17 stone 1. I've just weighed myself there 10 minutes ago. Wow. That's the plan of mine for you. Still eating shite, but, you know, it's because I'm throwing a bit wee bob on the stage twice a day for a lot of the the days, but um, it's good (laughs) to see Aye, so Stephen can't be here today. Sorry for interrupting you. You were talking about TV shows there, man. Yeah. Started watching this TV show. It started last week uh, on BBC Two. It's two doors down, but they seem to have cut out the best character. <laughs> I, I don't know what the hell's happened here. So here's a story. You've got to think about it like this, too. Right, okay. Joy McAvoy, who plays my girlfriend Michelle, yes. Alan Michelle, she was pregnant in real life. And we filmed the Christmas special first, and then we went on to film everything else. Of course, halfway through, Joy's waters broke on set. Oh, you listening? So the only, because it's only, only three episodes are in the can completely. We've done seven episodes, but only three are in the can because Joy had to get a stand in. We last for bad head, and so she's she's obviously not doing the lines and stuff like that. She goes to the back of her head and stuff like that. I don't know how much I'm meant to be giving away here, breaking kayfabe with all. Toodles down and stuff like that. However, that is the reason why I wasn't involved in the first two episodes, but I will be on the festive special on Monday. Tell me, <laughs> tell me this, tell me this one, right? See right. something like that happens on stage, on set and stuff like that. And she mm-hmm. goes into labour and she goes away. Does she get full maternity pay? Well, I don't know how that works, mate. <laughs> <laughs> there I you don't go. know how that I was literally stunning in the queue here at lunchtime. And then um, after lunchtime, I went, where's Joy? And he went, her water's broken the queue or something. And I, didn't, I didn't even know. She was standing right behind me. <laughs> did, no one get one of, did no one get one of those wee yellow signs like wet at four? No. <laughs> no. 
So there you go, exclusive to football daft, behind the scenes of Two Doors Down, what's going on, and we can expect to see Gredo in the next episode, which is good news. Gredo, Steam can't be here today, have you got any stories from the panel, have you had a fight yet? Steam says you've been okay because you've been in separate dressing rooms this year because of your ugly sisters and have got big costumes. Uh, any stories to tell, any fights yet? Uh, no, it's just murder to watch the football movie. As I said on Rangers Daft, we, we watched the, some of the Hearts game in the weekend, and you would never believe what we're up to now. I mean, I thought I was bad watching the football, but told you what I said in the game. Even the, the, the makeup artist guy was going, oh, they're going to be in the mid, they must be getting beat. And I'm going, we're winning two now. Bob's throwing things and jumping about, and uh, the best day is he's standing wearing a pair of tits and Oregon walking about, storming about in high heels, swagging about. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, but I've no fair look just yet, but that's probably the reason because I'm not in his dressing room this year. Right, right, right. Because right, he, yeah. he's completely opposite for, for me. I am a messy bastard, and he's OCD the other way. You know what I mean? I can imagine that. I can imagine being that type, right enough. Yes. Um, so that that's good. Good. The uh, football daft still together but unfortunately Stephen can't be here so, but I'll press on so Stephen was here last week the boys are back in all good but before we get into the football chaps a couple of things you need to clear up for the last couple of shows Gredo you would have loved this chat last week and I was gutted you weren't here we were basically talking about the most you've ever eaten in one day right oh, wow. um, now we've, someone uh, crumb on um Twitter has weighed in here, it says, On subject to the most you've ever eaten in one day, I once went to Domro's that was next door to a Subway, ordered a large meat pizza, and then asked them not to slice it. I went next door, got a foot-long BMT, took the lot home and wrapped the pizza around the sub and ate it as a calzone. Oh, that's brilliant. That is is a legend. That is some heavy going, button. Chris, you you like your your scan as well. What's the most you've eaten in one day? I don't, see, believe it or not, I actually don't eat a lot at all. Uh, no, I, I hate when folks say that at all. Gredo, you've been out for lunch with me. Did I True, even you're a, right. Did I even make a dent in that? No, do you know what? But I hate when you watch. I'm not saying this is you at all, but do you know hate when there's like right fat bastards on Jeremy Kyle <laughs> or something like that? And they're on talking about like how they need to lose weight and they go, and the best thing is, I'm not a big eater. I'm not a big eater at all. I am bad. Honestly, God, I don't know what the fuck it is with me. I think genuinely, I think I'm meant to be six foot. Because if uh, I was six foot, I'd be a fucking string, string bean. Do you know what I mean? But anyway, anyway, uh, for me, it's pro- I, the more I think it's along the same lines as Subway, no wrapped in a pizza, but but I think I ate two foot longs in one day. Decent. But, however, I've got a wee cousin, and we went to Malia. Right for a for a holiday one year, and he always does it everywhere he goes. He, he's like a, he is a big eater, but he's not a fat guy or anything. He's just like a big tanky boy. They annoy me an awful like that. Right, and mate, he sat down and I sat and watched them eating seven McChicken sandwich meals. Seven McChicken sandwich meals. One not just McChicken sandwiches, meals. And do I know the best part is he finished it off with a double cheeseburger. Fucking hell, Jesus. Gredo, you must be in contention. You you must have some days in your life when you've been out with a wrestling or what have you and you've sat down, you've done fucking everything. When you've been in America with TNA. Well, not so much in America, but a couple of weeks ago, I kind of was really quite embarrassed by it. Because I finished the radio at 10 o'clock and there was these halloumi fries at Burger King, right? And they're amazing. So what I done was I came out of the radio and I 
drove to Kilmarnock and I went into Burger King, right? And I got nine halloumi fries and two double cheeseburgers, these double cheeseburger melts. So I sat in the car park and I tanned the halloumi fries and I tanned the two burgers, right? And I started driving home and I went, I could go that again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I went, so I went to the Burger King in Irvine and I got the exact same order again. And you know, do you know how dirty I felt? And you know that way I'm hiding all the evidence? The, 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 the stuff I got in command, you know, and you know that way I feel as if they're on to me. And then I'm thinking, oh my God, you think they all talk to one now? Like, oh, Grado's just been through a drive through command. And then somebody's went, are you seeing it in Irvine? <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I do all that thing where I go, right, what is it she wants again? As if I'm all done for Steph. Oh, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Well played. What is it she likes again? She likes it. Is it the Hello, my fries? <laughs> Aye, and and you, you call it the wrong name and all. <laughs> it's like I did that. I did that with Easter eggs and all right. See Easter eggs. See because you can get them for now. By the way, you can get Easter eggs now. Cream eggs are out. But I did that thing where, I, like, say it's like around like January the eighteenth, and I'm like, I could go an Easter egg, and so I will end up like buying two, and I'll be standing at the checkout, and I'll be going, right, that'll do my nephew, that'll do my niece. <laughs> <laughs> Because I don't worry about that binary thing. But the whole, but during the lockdown, just eat it. Sometimes it's breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it really, really killed me when I think about it now. Before the lockdown, I was looking great. I was stunning. Remember the pictures? I look at the memories. It was beautiful. And it's just that whole that you can get breakfast to your door, man. That's what I was doing. I was getting my breakfast, and I was going to be something, something for my lunch. And then at night, I'll go, mm, we'll be back at church. Uh, you'd send but... me a picture of every order, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, if you, if you can beat Grado or you can beat uh, a. Your... I don't think that's the worst, to be honest I, with you. But I, I, it, it happens I, that often that I can't remember. Yeah, yeah. But uh, listen, if you want to, to tell us what is the most you've eaten in one day, we'll keep this but, chat going see, the next see, week. See, also the funniest thing ever, I remember being at a, a, a music festival a couple of years ago, and I can't remember how I was with this guy. I can't remember if it, was, if it was Donington or Download. It was years ago. And see that thing where that guy's done with the pizza? Aye. It was a big, that's what the guy done. He fucking stood in front of me and he, and he, and he wrapped his pizza up like a fucking sausage roll and stuff. He beat that kind of like, put wow. it in his mouth. <laughs> 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 that's putting me right in the mood for a pizza. I know. We're all into We've been talking a lot about comedy hamster deaths over the last couple of weeks. We've got another one in. Do you want to hear it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a comedy hamster death. We've had this, I see you've missed all this chat, Gradle. We've had lots of people. We, we were talking about one daft stories about a, a comedy hamster death. It was Pablo from Lark Hall who came back from the dead as a, a small hamster that came back from the dead. Um, and then we got into the conversation of hamster deaths and how hamsters die in the most comical of ways. Um, Jordan's weighed in and says, My dad used to be a manager in a pet shop and part of the daily routine was to take the hamsters out and hoover their cages, put fresh shavings and beddings in. I used to work weekends with my dad when I was about... 11 or 12, and I was told to hoover my cages when my dad opened up, so I did. Pulled the hamsters out, put them in the separate queening cage. Now, I don't know if you know Chinese and Russian hamsters, but they're like normal serene hamsters, but just a lot smaller, right? To cut a long story short, there were six hamsters in the cage when I was finished, but when I finished, there was only four. When I looked in the hoover hose, I noticed the wee face of a hamster trying to scurry out, so I helped it out. <laughs> Jesus. But unfortunately, it was only the top half of the hamster that came oh, no. out. Oh my god. No. Needless to say, I was traumatized. My dad also accidentally pulled the tail queen off a chinchilla, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for that for Jordan. Um other um 
tweeted and our correspondence that came in is from Blair Campbell, who was talking about the cock-up at the Champions League. And he thinks, Grado, that the Scottish Cup draw that you did doesn't get spoken enough after the Champions League cock-up. No. I hate but talking about that. that. I've, I've only just seen it for the first time. Now. Really? Do you know, Do you know the I'm... shit I... I've to, have I not told you about before the shit I copped for that? No. Oh, it was brutal, man. See the guy that I don't know about Kieran, he had to message me say, see the abuse I got for that? He had to message me say if I was all right. <laughs> Big Kieran Achara. Aye, aye, lovely aye. guy. So aye, um, yeah, the word, the, the shit, you did take a bit, cop a bit of shit for that. I mean, there's the two, there's a couple of legendary cup draws. We obviously had the Rod Stewart one, where the cup draw that went tits up and it flashed back to David Tanner, who just didn't ever got a fucking clue what was going on. Aye, and then aye. we had, you, you just wasn't bad grade. I mean, you just didn't know what camera to look at when you're holding aye, up the balls. Because what happened was, they, before we'd, we'd done a rehearsal, right, and the camera where they, one of the cameras was sitting to the right of me, right next to a big telly, and it was like you could watch yourself on the telly. So I was kind of like looking, I was constantly looking at the wee camera, the telly at the side, and Michael Stewart and Stephen Thompson were there as well. We were having a wee bit of banter with them. And then when it went live, of course, I pulled the ball out and I went to the right hand side to see the camera, and the camera wasn't there. So then, <laughs> so then I moved it to the left hand side to find a camera there, and then, then Keenan's going, just in the middle, mate. <laughs> But then obviously everybody was going, oh, he's trying to be funny. He's trying to be a Rod Stewart. And I swear, I swear down on MD's life, I never done that on purpose. I never done that on purpose. And I just knew it. And I think, I, I think part of the reason was because, did you did I say the did you say the number? Or did I say the name? I know, you said something? the number. You said the number. I remember I, I, I copped a lot because I think say Rangers were like 18. I was like, 18! <laughs> you did. You did. You uh, did. Something like that. Yeah, no. The abuse I got was, I was like, oh, I thought I'm you did. I'm never doing that again. You didn't have to throw the Celtic ball away though, Gredo. <laughs> um, you hear, see my point about this? This Champions League, I don't know if you're in a game at all. You see them, they try to make it look WrestleMania, the fucking cup draw. Or us starting and getting four cone and it's been three years long. See if you just concentrate it and getting the balls right and just right here, well, here's the draw. Start now. Man United will play rather than right, we're here to celebrate this and give out awards and you need to take a basketball that shake, can not they? Have have two separate events. Aye, just concentrate on the draw. In fact, just get the Champions League draw done. In the, in the dressing room after the quarterfinals or whatever or after the last game listen there's an app there's an app on the internet they can just put the teams in there's <laughs> a Facebook draw she does it takes two seconds there you um, go what was I going to say um, I'm not a big fan I see this seeded teams and all of that see once it's in knockout stages it should just be every team in a heart whoever draws whoever because that's the way a, a cup tournament should Aye. be Rather you know than the stipulations. Aye, there shouldn't be any sort of look. You're building, you're building walls. for teams, like we teams, getting getting far. Mm-hmm. You know, like say for example, like remember the year Gretna went to the Scottish Cup final. Yeah. Right. See if that had have been like uh, seeded, they wouldn't have been. They wouldn't have been one of the seeded teams. You know what I mean? So they would have like got, got drawn against, say, a Celtic or a Rangers or something like that earlier in the tournament. I think. See if you're doing. See the draws, it takes the, for want of a better phrase, and I fucking hate it when folks say this, but it takes the romance out of it, if you know what aye, I mean. Aye, uh, aye, totally. just a straight draw, just get a straight draw aye. done, all this fanny in a boot, just get a straight draw, home away, away we go to the races, that's all we need. In fact, even the group stages, fuck it. Aye, aye. fuck it, just a straight draw, we'll get some fucking belters, you know, PSG, Barcelona, Munich, 
you know, one, 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 one group. Aye, exactly. Fuck it, let's do it. Let's Sher- do it. Sheriff, Rangers, and fucking Airdrie Town Centre. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what has been happening in Scottish football? We're talking about it. Um, obviously, at the moment, Omicron is running rife across Scotland. In fact, I'm waiting on um, the results of a PCR test. So, if it happens during the podcast, that'll be exciting. So, we'll wait and see if it happens. Apollo's recording. If I get the results in, will I, John, get Christmas or will he? Will, will he not? Well, well, we'll wait we, and find well, out. We, here's a wee bit of COVID question, questions for you, John. So, see, you've obviously been exposed to it and you're having to go for a PCR test. Now, do yes. you know if that's Omicron? No, we don't know. We don't know. You don't. So, and so, see how. So, what happens with you isolating then? Because uh, there's another thing that because Omicron's about if you date, even if you're double vax, you still need to isolate. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, problem? yeah. I think if it does turn out to be Omicron, um, I will have to. I don't know. I don't know, but I don't think it is because the person that was my close contact didn't get told it was Omicron. So I don't. I think I'm all right. right. Oh, all right. So you get told Aye, if it's wait, Omicron. No, but wait a minute. Wait a minute, because my my missus's pal. Uh, her full family basically got COVID at once there, and one of them had Omicron. Oh, right, right. We shall find out then. So it'll be very exciting during the podcast if we find out if it's positive or negative. We'll let, keep you informed throughout. But um, Dave Martindale's come out and said that the Scottish Premiership should bring forward its January uh, break. Dundee United had to shut down their training ba- base uh, yesterday after positive lateral flow tests and are expecting the results today. Obviously, they play Rangers at the weekend, so we'll wait and see what happens there. St Johnson was without Chris Kane last night because he had a positive test in a household member. What what do you think, boys? I, I, it kind of makes sense for me to bring forward the winter break. Just it's all going crazy at the moment. Do you think David Martindale's right? When is the winter break scheduled for? Is it the end of after January? the old firm? After that, the last fixtures after the old firm, isn't it? It's January. It's uh, two weeks in January. And how long are they Celtic players injured for? <laughs> no, there's a good question. <laughs> you wait a wee minute, here, young man. Right? What you need to remember is David Martindale is a died in the wool Rangers man. <laughs> So he's not going to be saying that, but say like, first, ah, fuck you, so. But I mean, the rules, the rules are currently that, that you know, if you have thirteen players fit, and um, was that the rules? Thirteen. Thirteen, yeah. If you have thirteen players fit. Did you see that game in France a couple of weeks ago? It was um, sorry, I, I think it was France, and one of the teams could only field nine players, and they went ahead. I and get this: three of the players that they could field were goalies. So two goalies were playing outfield. You're joking. And they were getting beat 10 nothing at half time. Right. I need to look this up. Are you, t- you just made this up. This is incredible no, stuff. I swear, I swear to God, hold on. Right, so we're, we're saying, Grado's saying uh, no to bringing the January break forward. Chris is probably saying yes, so he gets the Celtic players. And um, we'll see what happens. I mean, it could get to the point. It doesn't. But- Are they going to make an announcement after the game on Saturday? Because I'm kind of worried about that as well, obviously. You don't want, um, I mean, look, you want it to be as fair as possible, but, you know, with Rangers, we had players out for the, the first old-firm game of the season. What, what's going to be the deal with the Dundee United game? They, is it going to be like the Man U game last week? Is there rumours that are going to cancel the game, postpone it because of Dundee United's COVID situation? Is, is that being announced? Uh, I, I, I talked to myself here. No, we don't know. I was, I, was looking, I was looking for that fucking story there. <laughs> I'm starting to think I have made that up, by the way. I think you had you drank. You remember dreaming about that, mate? No, 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 no definitely no. Definitely. And then it was ten no, and then the goalies had to come out. Um so we'll wait and see with the situation with, with the COVID. Um last night 
both the old firm sides in action. Um, Rangers won two 0 against St Johnston. Gabe, did you see any of the game? And I, I no, nah, we were on stage, but yeah. I did see the goals, and we were getting text updates. People were saying Rangers were playing some of the best football they've played since the start of the season. Um, that goal, that second goal, was tremendous. Um, just a bit we couldn't score there. But it really looks as if we're kind of turning it on a wee bit now, Rangers. We look completely different to how we, we were a couple of weeks ago when, when Gerard was still at the helm. It looks as if we're buying into the mantra, as I said. Uh, yeah, the philosophy. That was the, the Gio Van Brani. The philosophy, the mantra. Philosophy. Um, <laughs> do you see much of the Celtic game? Uh, yes, and I can tell you right now, Andrew's ethos was definitely at play last night. <laughs> ah, the ethos. I should have used that word, I. That was, that was your reword on it, ethos. Here, too. What were you doing at Hingway? What were you doing when Celtic scored in the 96th minute last night? I mean, do you know? Were you trying to be daft? We're going, we're, going to be, we're going to be honest, aren't we? I mean, I had to watch it on the old dodgy because I couldn't find it anywhere, right? So I was watching it on the dodgy and yeah, it's a wee bit of a lag, and I stupidly left my my uh, notifications on for the for, like the goals. Oh, it came, it came mm-hmm. up and it, it, it totally took the excitement out of it for me. To be honest, with you. I hate but when that happens. I hate when that happens. I hate that. that, that, that happened last week and all. Bob texted me saying I was watching it on Sky Go. I was watching it on my phone because I got to the part of my melee, and obviously, and I'm sitting there going. Because Hearts were all us for the first five minutes. What was that game on Sunday there? Aye, aye, aye. Aye, it was Sunday, mate. That Hearts game, aye, it was on Sunday, aye. You know, I'm still, still relevant, isn't it? Um, you know, that way, and I'm going, because I text him, going, oh, we don't look good. Hearts look up for it. And I'm going, oh, my God. And then he goes, yes. And I'm going, surely we've not. And we did get the part of the score, and it does take it off it, but at the same amount of times you get noised up with that, the delaying Sky Go or whatever dodgy stick you're watching. Absolutely, but I mean, it was a bit of disorder. Obviously, there was a bit of pitch invasions. A lot of people criticising that a guy's been arrested and will appear in court later date. You can understand it. You know, at ninety seventh minute, it just seems that every game that comes around for Rangers and Celtic at the moment seems massive. Whether it's Ross County away, St Johnston at home, just every game. Have you got that feeling as Rangers and Celtic supporters that every game seems to be massive at the? You know, the pressure's on both sides. I mate, see, to be honest with you... It's been like that for the last two years for me. Aye. Europe was, a, was like, yeah. a welcome distraction, to be honest with you, at times. Um, the pressure that's on these players this season, both sets of players, by the way, not just Celtic, but the pressure that's on them is unbelievable. And it was palpable last night when, when Ralston got that goal at the end. It was, it was more... An outcry, a relief kind of thing than it yeah. was. You know, yeah, yeah. understand what I mean? Like, remember when the Rangers fans done it at uh, Partick Thistle as well? Back then, it was, it was, it's just pure. There's nothing beats a last minute goal. Is I know. Yeah. Oh, I've just, I've, I've just checked. I've just checked. Celtic have, have scored another goal. Celtic have made, I've just made it three one. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of criticism coming, but that you can understand. That was a text I got earlier on. We've been doing the seven minutes comfy too. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I've no. Was there seven minutes in it? Well, they scored four minutes into the, the seventh, four seconds into the seventh minute, right? And I believe when the lights mm-hmm. lift, lifts the board up, he says there will be a minimum of six minutes injury time played. So, oh, so they scored on the nineties. I thought it was in ninety six. Uh, 90, 96 uh, plus four seconds was when they scored. 
So that's the 97th minute. Right. Yeah. So, I, but I mean, the, the, you need that. Chris need that at the end. So, still, for, it's still all to play. They needed it. They definitely needed it, John. <laughs> yeah, seven minutes for League Cup final obviously the weekend uh, Chris, David Gray is going to lead out Hibs it looks like uh, so talk is still continuing with Sean Maloney I think there's an announcement expected today um, I believe uh, Ron Gordon's back in Scotland uh, to potentially appoint Sean Maloney today. Chat is he'll bring in Gary Caldwell as his assistant as well. What do you make of Sean Maloney being appointed Hibs manager? Good move. Definitely a good move. I was actually, I wouldn't have been upset if he'd have been announced as a Celtic manager at the start of the season. Um, but, you know, it's, it's good that David Gray is leading out Hibs at the cup final. Here we he's, go. Not done, he's not done anything since White Ladder, has he? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Yeah, what I say is, but the other night about see Sean Maloney. It's very, it's a welcome, fresh idea, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's no this fucking Jockey Scott and Malky Mackay and Morris Malpass and Ken the old. Aye, John for John Hughes and all that. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Round and round. It's it's you know it's you was it you that had a shout about Kevin Thompson being Hibs manager as well that would have been you know, I like these I, I like that idea rather than the same old same old guys getting freaking. Do you think? I mean, leaving the the Belgium the assistant manager Belgium when you're going to Hibs, you know it's a. Do you, know, that a do you know what he's going to have? He's going to have a huge insight and a good young players for Belgium. Yeah, well, that is true. That is true. He'll, have, he'll definitely have that. Um, so I'll be interested to see how Sean Maloney works out. If it, if it tips go, go, does go through for him, he's certainly got a good pedigree behind him. So, yeah. but Bob was saying, I said he was offensive the other day, but he was talking about his, his kind of wee, kind of squeaky voice. Do you think that could be an issue? His <laughs> wee squeaky voice? Well, that's what he said. I said, you can't say that. I said, it's not that... It's not done fucking Stevie any harm, has it? <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right, that's the football now for the daft. Here we go, Grado. I know you love this bit, so I'll let you choose the story today. Would you like to hear how Quality Street should be renamed Inequality Street? Would you like to hear about Vladimir Putin's unexpected former job? Or would you like to hear about the reality star that sells her farts? <laughs> that's only one going on there. Let's hear the fart talk. The fart pot, right? Okay, a reality TV star is making $70,000 a week selling her own farts to strangers. Stephanie Matto has built up an impressive following on social media after she appeared on the show 90 Day Fiancé, which I, I don't know what that is, but uh, it's kind of like married at first sight, apparently. Um, she basically ended up with this big audience and then she's turned to the professional farting game. Um, she basically bottles up or flatulence in a, a mate or like a jar, seals the top shut and then mails it out for one thousand four hundred dollars each, right? Wow. Uh, she, apparently, she goes through a diet specifically for this as well. She's beans, protein, hard boiled eggs, protein shakes, yogurts, all to build up the flatulence so she can pump into a jar and sell it. The big question is, Gradle, would you consider doing it yourself? Well, I've never been a fan of other folks' farts. I like mine. Didn't you? Everybody kind of likes their own wee farts, didn't they? No, yeah, everyone likes their own... Yeah, it's like... Do you like to smell your own farts, John? 
I don't, how do you? No, I don't really smell my own farts, but you know when oh, you do you get a wee fright? Do you get a wee fright when you pump? Do you go? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine you get a wee fright. Oh, pimped. I've pimped. <laughs> Not quite, not quite. But I wouldn't consider. I mean, it depends what you've been eating, I guess. But you know, you wouldn't consider. Listen, see that, see the likes of this stuff, man. Fair player, she's making bosh. It's like uh, see for a while I was watching this lassie eating fit on YouTube for a while. You know, she sits and she and she'll say, right, what? Give me suggestions what to eat next week, and they'll say. Eat Japanese food, and then next week she'll have a big box of Japanese food. She'll be eating sushi and that. And I think it's good today with the, I think it's good today with the sound. See the, folk like the sound, folk like the sound. Yeah. Not gonna get any for a, for a couple of days. I was watching stuff like that. It's, but the farm hangs a bit. I mean, is it her farts? Never been my bike. Nah. Nah, I don't. I mean, it takes a certain thing, but I have the same seventy thousand dollars a week just selling oh. your own pumps. That's pretty. Wait, 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 who's who's how is there so many people that are buying these off of? You stocking fellas for folk at Christmas, isn't it? <laughs> so if you want your very own football daft stocking for, we can sort that out for you for a certain charge for Gradle. You could have Chris Toll, Stephen Purden, or Gradle's fart in a jar. Um, how much are we charging for this? Don't, don't you fucking think you're getting away with it. You can have right, yours okay. all. You can have mine as well. Uh, aye, so just how much are we charging for this? Oh, how, much is, oh, how much is she? Pa- jump on the Patreon. I tell you what, if you become a Patreon subscriber this week, you can choose whose fart you want in a jar. Patreon.com forward slash football daft. I'd say £150. That's what I sold my breeks for. Remember that? Oh, I remember when you sold your pants for £150. Quid. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I'm not going to do that again. We won't get into that. Uh, anyway, so- I've not even washed them. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, if you want Fart in a Jar, we'll deal with that if you sign up for Patreon. <laughs> On the show today, we'll be playing for the pies as usual, with player profile, playoff, big question, we're looking for your festive 11, take 11 footballers, make them festive and put them into a team, we'll be talking about that. We'll reveal last week's swankiest moment with Eldorado Tonic Wine and get you to vote on a new one. Grado doesn't have three riddles, but luckily, because I've been substituting for Grado for the last few weeks, I've got a three, so I'll do the riddles again this week. You know, this, this is my welcome. Do you know what? This is good for me. I'm just easing myself back in. I want a wee shot at playing the game. Brilliant. Well, we'll do that later on. Uh, teammates is with Clyde One Super Scoreboard host, Gordon Duncan, and we've got a busy show to come, so stay tuned, and we'll also hopefully find out the results of my PCR test. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. If you've been in a road traffic accident and it's not your fault, well, G4 Claims, they can make that process very simple for you. They can provide you with complete accident management support that you require and they're going to recover their costs from the at-fault party. G4 Claims will sort out a like-for-like vehicle replacement and they'll also organise your vehicle to be repaired at one of their approved body shops and returned straight to your front door. Should your vehicle be deemed a write-off, don't worry, they're going to recover the pre-accident value for your car, write you a big fat check for it, and best of all, it won't cost you a penny as they charge the at-fault insurance direct. Now, they don't cold call, they don't buy data, and once they've processed your claim, your insurance will remain unscathed. Nicole and the team over there, they won't take on your case if they don't think they can help. If you've been in a road traffic accident or know somebody that has, 
Get on to G4 Claims on 01698 That's 01698 Get them at not at faultclaim.com or find them on social media at G4 Claims. And also, thanks to Nicole and G4 Claims for sending a wee baby gift through the door. I actually oh. feel bad about that. I actually feel bad about this because... They, they sent it to go radio about like a week after the Wayne was born <laughs> and I stuffed so much stuff into the back of my, my boot and it wasn't until Sunday night I'm going oh shit there's a big bag of presents and then I saw that G4 Claims had got my wee presents so I feel bad so Nicole and G4 Claims everybody there thanks so much get involved G4 Claims not in fault Claims made easy made easy If, when you honestly want to, you find you cannot quit entirely, or if, when drinking, you have little control over the amount you take, then you're probably alcoholic. Our primary purpose is to stay sober and help other alcoholics achieve sobriety. If you would like to speak to somebody in confidence, or come to a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, please call this number, 0800 917 7650. Or have a look at our website, www.alcoholicsanonymous.org.uk. You are no longer alone. There is a solution. Football daft open line, the open line, of course, where anything goes. Who is winning the League Cup final on Sunday, Crystal? Celtic! Gredo, who's thinks winning? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> is Sean Mooney the right man for him? So we talked about that earlier. Uh, and is Die Hard a Christmas movie? I've never saw it, and I don't like any of it, but I've never saw it. Chris? For me, for me, it's a movie about a guy trying to get back to his wife and Wayne for Christmas. So is it a Christmas movie? I think it's a Christmas movie. What about Lethal Weapon? Where do you stand on Lethal Weapon yeah, being Lethal a... Weapon's 100%. Lethal Weapon's more a Christmas movie than Die Hard is. Right, here we go. So there's a debate for next week. Uh, let's go to our caller on the open line today, and it is a Rangers supporter. It is Colin Peacock. Oh, Colin. Thanks very much, guys. How are you? Very well, mate. What are you saying to that? Ah, uh, no. Not much, mate. Not much. What do you think of the Dortmund draw? The Dortmund draw? Ah, uh, you guys getting Dortmund. Well, do you know what? We're talking about it on Rangers Daft. I think it's uh, another wee kind of signal that Rangers are back. I know that sounds told you'll be going to be talking about, but I mean in terms of getting a draw where we've got an elite team, we're it's playing. A glamour. It's a glamour. It's a mega glamour tie. I we've had, we've had good. You know, we've been involved with big teams in the last couple of years in the, the Europa League, but finally getting somebody like Dortmund, I'm just going to enjoy the occasion, man. I really am. That's all you can do. That's all you can do. But see what you're saying there about hang me a bit. Realising right, that's Rangers back with the, the glamour draw. That's what the other Bodo Glimt fans were saying. <laughs> <laughs> what, do, what do you think about it, Biggin? I think it's brilliant, mate. A lot of my mates are like, ah, no, you want an easy team. But there isn't any easy teams, is there, to be no. honest? No, I mean, no. so you want Biggins? You want fucking that big, massive, tall guy who scores 100 goals a season to come? No, I mean, even right. if it does qualify, but at least they're still, still there, they know, you know what I mean? But but see, see, as you say, but you're right, but because all the all the all the times are difficult. See, for me, when it gets to this point with you, European football, it's just an added bonus because mm-hmm. it's like Stowe was saying earlier on about how it was a welcome diversion for the league. Sometimes because I feel as if when you're watching Europe, you can you can enjoy it a wee bit more. 
the likes of like fucking playing hearts on Sunday, my hair was in my gub, even at 2-0. I mean, it wasn't as bad as Bob, but because it's just every game you need to win. Europe, you can try and you can enjoy it a wee bit more. Hopefully, anybody gets injured, and the atmosphere is, is always superb as well. So bring it on, man. It'll be brilliant. I, 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 Sorry, hopefully Sorry. nobody gets injured in Europe. Fuck's sake, man. <laughs> 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 I know, mate. I know somebody going to dress me every morning with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, to, um, see who I was listening to uh, an interview with Ange Postacoglu a couple of days ago because when did when did Kyogo get injured? Was it a fortnight ago? No, Thursday. Right, so, and they were, sitting, they were talking about he might be, he could still play on Sunday. Aye. Is that is that going to ha- how the fuck is that that's like the quickest thing a hamstring ever? I know I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think he's maybe just a superhero mate. That he heals dead. Quick. <laughs> aye, aye, so he does. Colin, do you think talking about the, 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 it, it does heal dead quick? I mean, you've seen how many times he's been hot and fell to the ground and got straight back up. <laughs> <laughs> Colin, do you think if if Rangers were to get say like Dortmund, obviously have a quality side, you know, I mean, they should be a Champions League side. Do you think if they were to get pumped, that would that would be a big dent in confidence and can affect your league form though? I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I think see, see the Rangers getting Dortmund. I think Rangers could actually step up. Because I've seen it before with, with Rangers, Malmo and all that carry on. We always end up getting gubbed. We sit, well, we try and score, but we never pay fucking score. And we always end up getting hammered and getting put out. But when you're playing big teams like Dortmund and all that, they always stand up to the plate. So, yeah. who's, who's the game? You know, it might be impossible, but we, we could. It could happen. I actually, I was going to say, Colin, before you mentioned that, this is going to be a huge, huge yardstick to see how far Rangers have actually came. You know what I mean? So it's 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 exciting, isn't it? It's fucking it is. It's exciting, man. It's and cause it's exciting from my point of view because I'm hoping that it goes to script and Dortmund absolutely fucking trounces. You know what I mean? <laughs> but it, for your point of view, it's exciting for what I just said. You can see how far these have actually came. But I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying, Colin, about the. Because it's such a glamour tie, you know the players. The players will be buzzing with that draw, and this is their chance as well. You know that the likes of Malmo and stuff. I mean, that honestly, that was one of the worst nights in our history. <laughs> I mean, honestly, at half time you're thinking we could go on and do this. In the second half, we were just absolutely red rotten. But um, I, I the only thing I'm worried about as well, though, is the crowd. What's going to happen? Because they know they know reducing allocation. The crowds in Germany. They know taking you know it quite. What? Well, I think this is a good thing for you. Because see that West mm. Valen Stadium when it's full? Ice. It's super impressive, man. It really is. It's, I've been there myself, do you know what I mean? So, oh, was, it, to... was it Dortmund you were meant to be the ball boy? Aye. So you were, I forgot about <laughs> by that the way, too. By the way, I got a letter through the door the other day. There weren't made it against Rangers. Colin, <laughs> 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 hey, just what we were talking about it on Rangers daft. Like, last kind of five games, obviously... Giovanni Brown brought his last six games. I mean, he's unbeaten. Do you think you would have been in the same state you are now under Gerard, or do you think? Nah, I think with Gerard, right? I, amazing what he done. See, when he was coming to Ibrox, I was like, oh, wow. It was, it was something new, you know what I mean? Something massive for the club mm. to get as well we, we wanted to be. And at, at the end, I just thought it was going a bit steel. If you right, get you... what I mean, he wasn't doing anything. So, Colin, do you know what it is? Sorry to cut you off, but do you know what it was? The fear I'm missing, and it's still... Obviously, we're playing with Jill, right? And we look, we look as if we've turned it around a wee bit, right? 
But I think the biggest thing that we feared with Gerard and it still kind of hurts a wee bit is the brand. It's the Gerard brand. It's having Stevie G and looking down and seeing him in the touchline. You know, it was a kind of cool thing to see Stephen Gerrard managing Ibrooks. That was the, the biggest thing to get over. But speaking of the Malmo game, ever since the Malmo game, I feel as if that was a game where his, he'd been done his went. He's not got his Champions League. And I get the feeling that it was just kind of seeing out his time until something something else came about and he's went to fire. I, I, I think he knew for a wee while that he was going to be leaving. And I think a lot of the players had realised that as well. But with Gio coming in, I think he's, he's made a big difference, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Took them back. They're playing the way with the hunger and the fight, you know what I mean? The way Gerard did have them last year and the year before in Europe and things like that. Here too, let me ask you this, right? Because obviously I've not spoke to you for a couple of weeks, right? But how do you feel that, that Gio's gone gone in terms of... Yeah, you, we did look... I've not, not, not seen a minute. Right. Honestly, okay. bear in mind I've been moving house and all that, so the only time that I've made to watch football has been to watch the Celtic games. But, you know, clearly the results are there. He seems to have showed up with the fence. They're not conceding the first goal every fucking week now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's, you know, it's it, it, all signs point to, point to positive. But I think, like I said, a big yardstick will be Borussia Dortmund and also the Celtic game in January. It'll be a, it'll be a big, it's, a, it's a really big game for mm-hmm. both clubs. Really not long away now, not long away now. Um, um, Colin, listen, thank you so much for coming on the open line this week, mate. No problem, guys. I appreciate it. I love the show. Oh, thank you very much, Colin. Cheers, Cheers Colin. Thanks, Colin. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And that was it for the open line this week. Just a quick one. Um, if you want to be on the open line next week, just look out on Twitter, Football Daft Pod, if you want to get on. Football Daft's Big Question. Oh, it's Christmas time. It's mistletoe and wine. Children singing Christian rhyme. Logs on the fire and gifts by the tree. Um, and as it is Christmas time, we thought we'd put together a festive eleven. Take a footballer, make them Christmassy. We've got your suggestions on Twitter, but we've also got some suggestions from Grado and from Chris. Uh, Grado has spent five minutes thinking of these, so Grado has three festive footballers for you. Grado. I just for a four, right? Here's my first one. Claudio Reindeer. Claudio Reindeer is good, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan Jack Frost. Yep. Noel Hunt. Ah, I was grabbing this one of mine. Oh, he's <laughs> always got a Chris's. And then I've got... Connor Goldson, Frankincense, and Craig Murr. <laughs> <laughs> Frankincense, the bull. I was trying to get a Frank in, but there you go. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, what you hey, got, guess what you got? Bobble Baldy. Bobble <laughs> Baldy, amazing. That's amazing. And Bertie Old Lang Syne. <laughs> That's new gear. Uh, it's still festive, I'll give you that. Who you got, John? I'll give you uh, Bobble Malcolm. <laughs> I'll, give you, I'll give you that one. Uh, we've got we've been inundated with suggestions from the listeners this week, however. Uh, Chris, do you want to kick us off? Aye, no bother, John. So Jordan comes in, first of all, with Jordan White Christmas. Yes, Motherwell striker. Right, right, right. Lewis is uh, Danny Manger. <laughs> he says uh, Claudio Cranberry. Sauce <laughs> and uh, turkey so young, so young. Uh, he's got mixed up there. It's Florian cranberry. 
Ah, oh, yes, that was yeah. good. Uh, yeah. um, I've got from Sean Fashion Sakala la 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 la. <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> Andy says Ulysses, 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 ex Hibs left back. Yeah. Dave Max says Vladimir Weissman. That's oh, good. Vladimir that is a double. Vladimir. It's a double. Oh, you're up, John. Ross, I like this one. Elf Hadge Juf. Elf Hadge Juf is decent. Stephen comes in with Harry Candy Kane. Yep. Uh, Bob says Roberto Carlos. Carlos. We've got the Crunchy Initiative. That's Brilliant. actually this must be from my brother because my brother runs the Crunchy Initiative. He goes, uh, Kevin McAllister as no Christmas is complete without watching Home Alone, of course. That's of course. brilliant. That's uh, brilliant. Greg, this is a good one. Greg comes in with Missile Tony what? <laughs> Gavin's wrote Santa Claus in goals. Yeah. We've got uh, Callum with Darren Rudolph and Jason Yule. John sent in a somebody must have been bad because he's saying Joe Lumpa Cold, <laughs> Santa Cazorla, and Fabian Elf. Decent, decent. Simon says Rudolph Scatchel, Andy Carroll, <laughs> and Jesus Navis. What <laughs> has Dennis Wise men? Scott says Gordon McQueen's speech. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Graham says. Slay, Slay Griffiths, plus he's got a Christmas pudding up his top these days. <laughs> <laughs> right, and this one is a regular correspondent. Uh, always comes in with something related to Mark Kerr. And here we go. It's from DC. Marky Kerrismas and a happy new year for his wee dog Alex Totten. He is Totten, super Totten. No one likes him apart from Kerr. He loves Champ Man and some biscuits and he shites everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so... Always, oh, we get a nice little Mark Kerr, Alex Totten chat from DC. So thanks for that. Uh, and that is this week's big question. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. I need to tell you, using your internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving the keys in your motor while you run into the gas station for a snack. Most of the time you're probably fine, but what if you come back? to see somebody driving off of your car. Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, cafes, hotels, airports, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. They can get passwords, your financial details, a full lot. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack somebody. Just some cheap hardware is needed. A smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to a grand per person selling personal information on the dark web. Ooh, creepy stuff. Now, why use ExpressVPN? Well, it creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. Hackers can't steal that sensitive data that you have. It's super secure. It'd take a hacker with a, with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. It's easy to use. Just fire up the app. Click one button and you will be protected. And it works on phones, laptops, tablets, many more so that you can stay secure on the go. And I, this is the reason why I love ExpressVPN because you know what? Hackers out there, it's easy, as, as I've been saying, for them to get the passwords. You need to watch what you're doing with your passwords, right? 
See all this using all the small cases. You need a you need a small case, you need an uppercase, you need a number, and you need a special symbol. And you need quite a lot of them because it could take you up to 30,000 years to find out your password if it's that. But see, if it's all lowercase, they can get it instantly. Whereas ExpressVPN, if you've got that hooked up, you don't even need to worry about stuff like that. So secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com slash daft. That's expressvpn.com slash daft, and you can get an extra three months for free. That's expressvpn.com slash daft. Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notitfaultclaims.com. It is the player profile playoff with PiSports.com. They will bring you the taste of Scottish football right to your door every week if you want it. You can pick from a range of pies, a range of formations. Check out the executive box, six buffy steak pies, six buffy chicken curry pies, six buffy macaroni pies, and you'll get five ball rolls with that as well. Get in. Um, I my belly, boys. That is a contestant today. That is Gary. <laughs> he will not need to phone 01417399999 or check out piesports.com if he wins pies on the game today because we like to give away pies on the show. Uh, so Gary is going to go up against one of the boys. Um, Gary, your Rangers supporter, uh, how are you feeling about this, pal? Uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit nervous. Eh? I, I, think, I think I might age it, but see, my, my nightmare, my, my nightmare is if I get Chris Toll and he hammers me and I don't know what you let, let the team do. Well, mate. <laughs> we could get an old firm, Gary. We could get an old firm. I'll explain the rules to you. You probably know them. I'm going to read out a player description. If you know the, the player, you buzz in, you tell us the player. If it's the wrong player, however, you're out of the game and the play continues and it's the first to two that wins. But first of all, we need to find out who you're playing, Gary. I'm going to flip a coin. Heads, it's cradle. Tails, it's toe. And tails, it's toe. Which you in a rather unfortunate position this week, Gary, I'm afraid, because we're focusing on the League Cup final. So one of the, these players are going to be a Celtic player or a Hibs player. Oh, I'm glad I'm the one that. <laughs> so you're up against toe. So best oh. not, this is going to be a tough, tough ask here, Gary. Uh, so fingers crossed for you. So you're playing for the pies. Buzzles, buzzles. What's going to be your buzzer, buzzer Gary? Say, CTI, could you go up high? Right, okay. Let's <laughs> <laughs> watch your pa- uh, buzzer. Yes. Yes, right, okay, good buzzer, right. Okay, there's, a ta- there's a tactic to it, John. Right, His buzzer right. takes far too long to finish. Oh. <laughs> ah, see, right, okay. Oh. Right. Here, should, should I just put mine to 56? Uh, just change your buzzer to 56 if you want, Gary. No, if you, no, if you want to win the prize, you fucking <laughs> <laughs> Right, here we go. First player out, boys, is ready. This player made his debut in 2019 and currently has over 30 league appearances. Hailing from Coat Bridge, he is now 21 and has been... Yes. Chris Oh, that is impressive. It is Stephen Welsh. 1-0. Obviously, uh, a former, a, a fellow Coatbridge boy. Right, here we go. Next oh, player out. Come on, Gary, boy. Come, come on, Gary. On, this player started his career at Partick Thistle before loan moves at the Shire, Air United and Dumbarton. He then moved to Wraith, scoring 29 goals in 34 league appearances. Yes. 56. 
I'm with, oh, I think that was Gary. What was that, Gary? I think that was Gary. I think I was Gary. All right, then. Uh, was it? <laughs> oh, shit. Nah, you're, you're going to have to pass it. It's just when Ryu Mahid does. Uh, uh, <laughs> what about if I give you initials? Uh, aye, go for it. KN. KN. Oh, no, nah, no, nah, it's not the player I was thinking about. No, nah, it's not. Nah. No, no. Kevin Nisbet. Kevin Nisbet is the right answer. 2-0 oh. to 2, Gary. Oh, no. Listen, yeah, yeah, I wish you'd do one, mate. One more. One more, yeah. right. Okay, here we go. This midfielder turned left back has never left this club and has massed over 400 league appearances winning yes. the league cup. Oh, come on. Oh, Chris, you can't even, you're not even giving him a chance here. What I'm, is I'm, not, I'm not giving him a chance. No, after it? he's No, after he's 56 debacle. Right. It's Lewis Stevenson. It is Lewis Stevenson. Oh, right. Come on, Gary. Right. I've got one more player. Hey, well, Gary. Come one on. more player. Come, Gary. Come on, Gary. One more player. You can do this, Gary. You can do it. the Tiger. Right. Here we go. What about name one Hibs or Celtic player? Let's try and do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, see, I mean, just support our We're not focusing too much on uh, on beat clubs. That is very, very difficult. Like, oh, can you not know, you know remember the Hibs team that turned you over a few weeks ago? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But what about. <laughs> Bobby, yesterday Ross County just about turned you over last night. But I say, see, at the end of the day, all that matters is the three points are on a bottle, Gary boy. Ah, three points are on a bottle. Right, Gary, come ah, on. We'll right, give you one more, one more, right? Right, just name one football player. Right, okay. Right, starting right. from now. Right, this player started at Ashdod, breaking into the team when he was 17, but is now 30 years of age, having spent the last eight years in Scotland. He has made over 200 league appearances and won seven premiership titles, four Scottish Cups and five League Cups. He has 37 caps for Israel. Oh, God. Come on, Gary. You've got this. You've got this. this. 37 caps for Israel. He's won premiership titles, four Scottish Cups, five League Cups. He looks like Mr Bean. He looks like Mr Bean. His His name sounds like... Benjamin yeah. Button. Be your seat on. Be your seat on. Yes! Yes! Well done, Gary boy. Well done, oh, I can't believe that was the question for the prize. Yeah, yeah. Listen, even though I've got the booby prize, I didn't feel as much as that. <laughs> well done, Gary. But, oh, Christ. A 3 1 victory to Chris Toll. Oh. Chris, why are you going to keep the prize? You're going to give them to Gary. Oh, Christmas time. Tis the season to be jolly. There we are. Well, and I, I, will, I will be much more jolly now that I've got pies to eat this week. <laughs> 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 I'm only yeah. joking. I'm only joking. <laughs> yours, Gary, boy. Yeah, listen, I'll tell you something. It's honestly been a pleasure. I, I mean, you can't, I, I was just saying, uh, I was just saying to the, the wife there, I love every single minute you coming on the, the podcast. I really do, boys. Aye. Aye, it's been it's been absolutely superb. Aye. Oh, yeah. And I was gonna I was gonna ask a wee quick question by the way. I was gonna uh, see uh, well obviously it's gonna depend on uh, how busy everybody is, but I was gonna invite you onto the, the Rangers podcast uh, well, Yes to make a wee appearance on it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm fucking I'm renovating a house mate I've not even got time for this podcast listen mate listen mate uh, I'm the same I'm doing radio and panto and try to do this but see in January once it's all stoked I'll come on it for you 
No, listen, that would be absolutely superb because I mean the whole thing with, with that. I mean having having a guest on like yourself as well. That's that's bloody tremendous. Right, um, yeah, we plug for it. What's it called? It's four lads had a dream podcast on TikTok. Gary, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Been great fun having you on, pal. It's been a pleasure. Listen, thank you to to all you. It's been absolutely tremendous. Thank you very much. much, It was a pleasure, man, honestly. Remember, if you want to get pies just like Gary's just sorted himself out there with, head to piesports.com now. It's now time for Grado's three riddles on football day. Do you know what? I've been in radio a long time. A long time. Over 20 years. That is the best jingle I've ever heard in my life. Better than... Better than... uh, Better than... The the kitchen... Is it the kitchen warehouse where families go? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Better than this one. Families go. That was a good one. Remember this one? Need more, need more, need more, need more, need more blood. <laughs> you remember that one? I do give remember that. One. I remember I give I blood that. now. Hey, give, give us a shout. What was your favourite radio jingle? We'll do that next week. Um, it's that point in the show where we get your minds working uh, with three riddles. The guesses to footballers play along whatever you are you might be in the car you might be listening to this on a train you might be listening in your house you can play along as the boys play uh, before we start though uh, congratulations to everyone who got last week's riddle correct um, have a bash at it see if I can get oh, it in 10 right, seconds okay. I've not seen it you've not seen it right see, were you known last week too Chris wasn't on last week do went on Grader see you can get first in with this one the life of Basmati the life of Basmati Declan Brian, Rice. Bri- Brian Rice. Brian Rice is right. Oh! First in with the correct That's answer. That's a good one. This week was Ali McDonald. So he goes on to the leaderboard. The current leaderboard stands as follows. Chris is on 21. I am on 17. Stephen is on 11. Nicola Purden last week with a fantastic performance is on one. Ryan's on one. Jack's on one. Ian Meikle's uh, on one. Nicola's on two. Oh, Nicola's on two, actually. You're right. Uh, Jack's on one. Ian Meikle's on one. Ryan DeBar's on one. John Mitchell's on one. Albert Legend's on one. Declan Ramage is on one. Pat the Pallet Prick is on one. And Ali McDonald. Donald, new on the leaderboard, is on one. Right, boys, are we ready for this week's riddles? Because Gradle forgot to write them, so Gradle gets to play the game for the first time ever. He is the master of the riddle, so I'm expecting... Can he really cheat in this, couldn't you know? No, I'm expecting good things from you. Chris is obviously top of the leaderboard, looking to add to his score, but Gradle, I I expect you come up with these riddles, I think you'll you'll get these straight away. Right, you ready? Mm Mm-hmm. First riddle is message to this person sounds like a hold all. Message to this person sounds like a fo- a hold all. I should actually say message to this footballer sounds like a fo- hold all. That sounds better. Message to this footballer sounds like a hold all. Message. It's, it takes a wee bit of thought. This one actually. Message to this. Send it us. Oh, that's decent, but it's not right. Sounds like a hold all. 
This is quite tough one. I'm rereading this. This is a really tough one. See, that's what happens, isn't it? Right, let's put our heads together here, Graham. Right, let's work this out together, then. That's a good idea. Sounds like a holdall. Right, what's words for a holdall? So a bag. Satchel. Satchel, ready. Ready, satchel. Yes! No, I said it. Before you said it. You said ready. You just said ready. I mean, what I meant. <laughs> Rudy Scatchel obviously message to Rudy by the special sounds like never, never heard of that song in my life. You never heard message to you, Rudy? Oh, what a song. No, nah, I would never have got it through that. Oh, no. I got but there you go, Rudy Scatchel for that one. Right. Here we go. Next one. One point to Chris there. This saint has a problem. This saint has a problem. Oh, this is tough as well. I must have been steaming when I wrote these, by the way. <laughs> this is Peter, Peter, Peter Pollock. Oh, you've got the first part. Peter. Peter. Has a problem. Peter. Uh... This Peter has a problem. A problem. What's an R name for a problem? I'm, I don't... So that's why I'm saying I must have been steaming when I wrote these because it's not anything to do with an R word for a problem. It's just a stupid thing. Peter Hitch. No. I don't know. Peter. Peter, Peter, Peter. Uh, but th- th- this is tough, guys. I, I, I have to admit, I, I'll hold my hand. These up. are ridiculous. I'll, 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 change the quote. I'll change the riddle to this saint is from Texas. Peter Austin. Peter Houston. Yes! Oh, that's, that, that oh, was a good wait one. wait a minute. Houston, we have a problem. problem. Oh, that's, yeah. a, that's a good one, actually. Right, okay. You've done it right. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, Craig. I'm making a tit of your, your feature. I'm really sorry for this. That's not the psychology, but anyway, keep going. Right, okay. Uh, right, last one. Short Alexander is in the rough. Short Ale- Alexander is in the rough. Alex Sands. No. Alex Grass. No. <laughs> is it Alex somebody? Uh, it's no. Alex something. It's not no. Alex. Short Alexander. Xander Diamond. Yes, great. Diamond well, in there, diamond in there, off. Well played. Diamond, in there. Oh, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Uh, so, Grado, that you got a point. I, I'm sure I did. I know you used under diamond a couple weeks ago. Oh, did you? Oh, no, you that doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> so, well done, Chris is up to 23. Then Grado's on the board with a point, and we have a riddle for the punters for next week. Get on Football Daft Pod, get on YouTube now. If you listen to the podcast, be the first one in with the answer. You'll get on the leaderboard. Penis is making flower. Penis is making flour. Football daft with G4 claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Call them now on 01698 767 172. Gentlemen, it is time for the El Dorado swanky moment of the week. Remember, as we always say on Football Daft, ask for LD at any swanky bar. Easy to drink, short, free, finish with a trace of caffeine. Beautiful. They're doing this mulled El Dorado wine. Check out their uh, socials at the moment. Going to give that a try over Christmas because it sounds pretty good. Um, you'll get El Dorado at your local convenience store. You can follow them on Facebook. Hit up El Dorado Tonic Wine 
on there or on Insta or check them out eldoradotonicwine.com celebrating the swanky taste of Eldorado every week on Football Daft we pick out our swanky moments from Scottish football we get you to vote them on Football Daft Pod on our Twitter page uh, the results from last week are as follows guys in last place Poor Nicola Purton's choice of the Sex and the City spin-off, and just like that, only got 4%. So, you ever watched one. Sex and the City, too? Aye. Do you like it? seen every single episode. Yeah. Have you really? Uh, Have you and really? The two, and the two movies, mate. Aye. Would, would I, I like I, it? Mate, it's absolute dog meat. It's a lot of shit. It was, I, was, I watched it all under duress. Right, right okay. Have you not watched the spin-off then, the new one yet, too, no? Mate, I can't, I can't cope with them. Honestly, they're, do you know what they are? They're the worst of society. They women. The absolute <laughs> dregs the of society. The worst of society. So there you go. That was Nicola Purton's uh, choice in last place. Stephen's choice last week uh, was, and I'm surprised this didn't one judging on our audience, he went for Lee Griffiths coming out of retirement with, and that got 14%. So that was third choice. Second choice, uh, in second place, sorry, it was you and Cameron being owned by Livingston. That was my option for last week. That didn't quite beat our winning choice this week, which was from our listener on Twitter, Vertical RM, who put up the clip from the West of Scotland League when 10-man Bantar victory tried to break up field on the counter only for Irvin Meadows sub to take out two men at once. We called that one the two-man takeout, and that got 45% of the vote. You can see that video right now on the Football Daft Twitter. Uh, so well done on, on the win. But let's pick out another... Bunch of swanky moments for this week. Uh, Grado, you're only back uh, this week, so let's get you to choose first. What's going to be your swanky moment of the week? Well, I, I wouldn't do this any justice, um, but Sergio, Sergio, oh, fucking, how do you say Sergio, Sergio, Sergio Aguero has retired from football, and and I thought I'd maybe pay a wee bit of tribute to the boy because I can't do him any justice, but I know somebody who's Mayor talented at talking about statistics and fit, but he's a 12-year-old boy. He's just about to become 13. I am going to be taking a line of Chris Toll's son, Kean. I want Kean to basically tell us what happened when Sergio Aguero retired from this the football game. This isn't fair. How? I bet, I'll tell you this. I better get a fucking chance to be Perry and get her to use a story one day. <laughs> You'll be waiting a wee bit I'll, of time, mate. I'll pass, I'll pass the hell. Right, right. So, thank you. Okay, so here we go. Kean Toll is going to tell us why Sergio Aguero is the swanky moment of the week. Kean, why is Sergio Aguero deserved to be the swanky moment of the week? Because he's retired. So, tell us about what happened. The news coming out of Barcelona yesterday. Um, did people expect it, uh, Kean? I he had some like, heart problem. I can't remember how, how what happened, but I, I think he, he was playing and... A monitor or something was going off and it was going, oh, oh dear, this isn't looking good. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he got subbed off and everybody was just pure surprised. No, is there any, is there any, um, is there any sign of it being COVID related vaccines or anything like that? Can you confirm it like that for his keen? No, you can't confirm that. No, you can't confirm. And, and, did you did you manage to catch the, the, the press conference where he say that? Have you saw any footage of? I actually haven't. I, all I've seen is a picture. Uh, Pep Guardiola was there, which is cool. So he made so he made the flight over to to, to go and see Sergio. Aye, to Barcelona. Mm-hmm. And, and do we know if he's got any plans? Or you know, going to Largs to get his uh, 
his badges or anything like that to become a manager? Is there any talk of that? No, I, I don't think anything's been said yet. But see if see if you're him, I don't think they're wanting to push yourself through anything so so quickly. I think if something big like this has happened, I mean you've just stopped being paid three hundred grand a week. I, I think you'd like to have a nice wee break for a wee while. Aye, go we go in holiday for a couple of weeks or something. Like that. Enjoy yourself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I mean, an amazing career, Sergio Aguero. Five hundred eight league appearances, two hundred eighty-two goals, hundred and one caps for Argentina, forty-one goals. Probably go down. Keen, would you say one of the best number nines of all time, or he's certainly up there, is he? I, I, I'd say that he's up there, especially for this generation. Like, yeah, it goes. But for me, it goes Lewandowski, Suarez, then him. For, for my generation. Oh, wow. He, he, Suarez is above him. All right. Mm. Interesting. I, I think Suarez has become the second top goal scorer in Barcelona history. Uh, but that doesn't matter. He, he's Aguero is still up there. He's mm-hmm. a spectacular player. And it's a shame that he's away and he's, he's left. Well, there right. you go. Vote for the... That's Keen Toll, everyone. I mean, I couldn't have said that like that. Fantastic. So there you go, Keen. Thanks very much. So there you man. go. Keen Toll. I'll get you a wee bit of chocolate. Tell him I'll, get my wee bit, I'll send him a wee bit of chocolate. There you, you go. Gredo says he's going to send you a, a Easter egg. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Sergio Aguero is Gredo's nomination for Swanky Moment of the Week. And thanks to Keen there for filling us in on the details of that. Chris Toll, what is your Swanky nomination? I'm not even going to lie to you. That was actually going to be my my nomination. No, I did right. Okay. So is it really? Um, I'm, I was. I'm going to need to hang up for something. You give us yours now, John. Right. I'm going to give you. I've got two options, but I'm going to go for this one. Uh, after the Champions League cock up, um, when with the draw we talked about earlier on, Steny tweeted out the following. We are pleased and confused to announce that we've been drawn away to Real Madrid in the Champions League in the round of sixteen. Hashtag We Are Warriors. I saw but, that. Good banter for Steny Muir there. So I am going to nominate Stennis Muir in their Champions League round of 16 draw for my swanky moment of the week. Right, I know it's supposed to be uh, football daft and it's better to be based in Scottish football, right? But I'm, I'm actually going to go with the cock-up for the Champions League draw purely because that is potentially the last time you would have ever seen Ronaldo versus Messi. And it's it, they had to scrap it because the draw was all fucked up. Wow. So, Aye. That's a good one. My swanky moment of the week is UEFA getting fucked over for trying to fuck everybody else over. Right. <laughs> okay. I've just realised that this may be, this could, this, this could be fuck related, but this just popped into my head. Who I spoke to this week. Right. I made contact and spoke with David Snedden. David Sneddon of Fame Academy fame. Yes, Dave Sneddon of the Fame Academy fame. I spoke to him this week. We done it on the radio because I thought, what's happened to that guy? Because remember, he, he won Fame Academy. Yeah, but he's a writer now. He's made Here's the deal, too. Right, okay. He has wrote for the top dogs. He's wrote for Lewis Capaldi. He's writing for a One Direction boy. He's been involved in so many hit number ones. And it's funny because why I remember why I wanted to speak to him was because I actually met him outside Ibrox in 2003 when we drew Man United in the Champions League and he was kind of invited along. I don't know if he was on the pitch and stuff like that. It's funny because I thought you would have picked up this too when I said David Snedden, right? But uh, he was outside Ibrox and folk were asking him for autographs and stuff like that. And I had my maw 
I phoned up my mum off with my mobile phone. I went, mum, 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 I'm with David Snedden, I'm with David Snedden. And he went, all right, hiya, how you doing? He's not this kind of thing, right? And see when I get him that night, right? No, she says, can you guess what she says? Who the fuck's David Snedden? No, she went, she went, oh, how did you manage to meet him for High Road? <laughs> Remember there was a David Snedden Dean <laughs> That's right That's right Oh man Brilliant Brilliant, brilliant. So do you want to change You, you want to stay with No, nah, keep well? my I did We'll just What would they No, you don't need to that It's no Scottish fan Right, okay Right, that's fine That's fine, right But that's a nice story About David Snedden there Bredo. Thanks for that Right And this week Our listener nomination and this week's listener nomination comes from Regan Chapman. I don't know if you've boys seen this. This was Streatham Rovers Twitter, right? They put out a team sheet, right? Basically, they've tweeted, here's the team sheet for tonight's game, and we're absolutely furious because Sydenham have fielded their players to spell out SRFCR shit. We know this for a fact because Dane Francis, a striker, is wearing number three. Hope the league committee throw the book at them for this. So they've basically numbered their players to spell out SRFC or shit on the team sheet. Yeah, that they, they, is they genius. They've not actually made a complaint about that, have they? I think they have. I think they have. Right. But I, well, you want me to bust your bubble here? Oh, you, well, what are you going to hit me with? You know, this was in 2019. Oh, what was it? And, oh. to, and to me, ah, see, I feel bad for spoiling it, but I reckon this is a work. You reckon this will work? I think they've went, let's get together and make something funny for Twitter. Why, why, don't we, why don't we see if we can look up what the score was and all of that, and if they if they had an actual complaint raised with the FA? Aye. It was it happened in 2019. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, really busting my bubble, because this has just went viral this week, I think. Oh, really? Viral. It's viral. went viral. It's went viral. So, ah, uh, that, that's really disappointing that I've found out for 2019. But listen, we'll put it forward for the listeners' swanky moment this week. Oh, that's from Regan Chapman. So, we're we'll, doing some investigating before next week's show. We'll find out what the score was in that game, or and if it was what we're calling we call in the wrestling business a work. That's something that's pretend. So, he's he's trained for a couple of days for Teresa Love Promise, and he's saying. What we call in the wrestling business. Have you been training, John? No, I've not been training. I've not been training for anything. Right, John, anyway. you showed me the pictures of you jumping up and doing on your bed. <laughs> so that is your nominations for the swanky moment of the week. Gradle, what is yours? Sergio says, Cheerio, away you go. Christo, what is yours? Yeah, I'm making a rip-roaring arsehole of it. Mine's is Steny versus Real Madrid. And from the listeners, it's S-A-R-F-C-R shit. Get voting on them right now. Head to our Twitter, at Football Daft Pod. Get voting for your swanky moment of the week. And right, and remember, Eldorado Tonic Wine, Scotland's own, is now Football Daft. Football Daft with G4 Claims. Find them on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at G4 Claims Limited. Remember, you can get more content now for Football Daft if you head to our Patreon. It's basically a content service which we provide. You'll get extra content from the show. You'll get the video version of this podcast so you can see Grado's swanky new outhouse. You'll see Kean Toll giving his thoughts on Sergio Aguero. You get all that by checking out the video version. You also get up there the outtakes. Uh, you get the chance to be a pundit on Rangers and Celtic Daft. Um, and the video versions of those shows as well. So you get all that chance to get cameos from the boys. Just, we need to get some cameos on the go in the next no, week. Well, no one's birthday, been... is it? Is it Nate's birthday? I know you can get a cameo for 
Doesn't they want us to do a wind up video for their mate or something like that? Exactly. exactly. I got Steve Austin's birthday today. This is Steve Austin's birthday. Yeah. Well, if Steve yeah. Austin wants a cameo from you guys, he can do that by signing up to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash football daft. Get lots of content up there. Pick what tier you want to go on. You'll also get up there all the teammates from all our former guests. But we like to give you a wee taste of what that might sound like. And this week, it is Super Scoreboard host, Gordon Duncan. Worst Dressed. Oh, wow, what a competition because <laughs> Gordon DL comes in like a frustrated gym teacher, you know, like with sort of like <laughs> baggy navy trackies. He like, sounds like that. I can imagine him like that. Very uh, he's like he's like leisure wear. Um and he's had a cup he's had a couple that spring to mind. By the way, the standard isn't very high, so I could pick anyone, but I would I would I do remember a couple of sort of baggy navy tracky bottoms, then the kind of stripy polo shirt, like the only thing missing is the whistle. Right. <laughs> and he's got that sort of creepy edge like PE teachers have as well, so I, I'd need to go him. I, I can imagine that. It's a bit like, remember when you'd have like a sports day at the school or like a sponsored walk, an English teacher would turn up in their gear that they wear outside the school and it was atrocious. Aye. A bit like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. a, a pair of Dunlop trainers on. <laughs> I'm going to twist every answer to make it. <laughs> Moniest. Ooh, that's probably him as well, by the way. Is it? <laughs> context, like, in and around the show, uh, it probably is him. Um, but then, like, having played football with some of the guys, like, see playing five-a-sides with Alex Ray and stuff, wow. What oh. like, he's just, the guy's just an absolute animal, like, as you would expect. Mate, aye. It's ridiculous. Like, he takes it so seriously. I mean, Alex must be, like, in his 50s, and uh, he would, you know, that kind of phrase, but kick your granny, like, he totally would. Aye. Aye, so for I remember me and Gredo played in the Legends game at Ibrox, and I was in Alex Ray's team, and we went out to warm up on the pitch at Ibrox. And obviously I'm surrounded by all these fucking legends, man. I'm I'm kicking the ball, so just warming up. I'm passing the ball to Alex Ray and he passed it to me and I passed it back and it was my first touch. Oh, no. And he actually grilled it and he's like, calm down, relax. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm alright, man. It's, and then I'm just kind of like jogging away from him because I don't want the ball again. <laughs> See, that freaks me out. But do you know what, here, I can't remember who told me, right? But somebody told me, Gordon, that they play football with you and they say, you're right into it. You're mega hard to play, hard, go along with. You're quite, I, uh, you scare folk. See, but, oh, I certainly don't think you scare folk, but I would admit that. See, if I had to hold my hands up to one character flaw, it probably is that. I just, I can't, do you know what? I can't stop talking, see, when I'm playing football, so I'm moaning at somebody. None rang with that, mate. None rang with that. That's good. I don't, I don't really moan at other people anymore because I've really realised that I'm, no very good either so I wouldn't do that but <laughs> sort of amateur referees and stuff oh it, it is virgin on like a Tourette's so honest I'd, I'd, I'd rather stand and argue with the ref in the centre circle than the ref so I, I would love to see you playing fives and Alex you get a ball and you're like fuck sake Alex come on wait no, no that's the thing I, I wouldn't do that but I I, I do uh, I do talk a bit too much on there probably but he's oh, he's a different level he's just he's aye. I mean I remember one time at the end of a game I played with, with Alec Ray and I went to cuddle him, Ken, and he was a bit like, oh, do you know what I mean? Like, right, chill out, man. I was kind of, sorry. <laughs> Apologising for trying to cuddle him, do you know what I mean? I, I don't think he's a cuddler. <laughs> Who do you want to back you up in a fight? Jim Duffy from the Super Scoreboard team all day long. All day long. That was right away, by the way, wasn't it? Aye. No hesitation. I like, do you remember him and Neil Lennon? Had yes. That? I watched that a couple of weeks ago. Right, but I would have... <laughs> 
I mean, I feel bad to say it, but I'd love to have seen it play out. Imagine it just got to go. Aye. And I, I think Neil Lennon can probably go as well, but I'd, I'd go for the Mary Hill brawler. My money doing Duffy as well. My money's on Duffy, and all. I remember as well the, the press conference after that. I know he was kind of. I was oh man, that's, that would have been brilliant. Well, like the waistcoat whenever made the three piece suit. That's I, right. I got sent to them because they actually played each other again only about ten days later in uh, a capital, and I went. Because it was a replay, wasn't it? And it was like every all eyes were on it. You know, it was going to be this big. deal it was going to get there early, like filming it. And because of the way Capolo is, like Hibs had to arrive and walk right up the, the touchline, and Duff was just waiting at the end of the tunnel. And everybody's thinking, "What's going to happen?" <laughs> and in the end, they just did a wee cuddle, and that was it. So whatever. Uh, best looking. Oh, you must be joking from the Super Scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. What a shock! Oh, aye, absolutely. He's cute. You know what I mean? Aye, aye, aye and I can. Grandpa way is cute. Well turned out, very presentable. He's always got a collar on. He's he's eventually ditched the tie after many years, but you know we scarf, we corduroy jacket. Aye. Um, the only thing I would say, I mean, I would never go as far as saying he's good looking. My God, but Martin Wilson's got better with age. When I see pictures of him when he played, he looks ridiculous compared to what he looks like now. Especially when you see the Hansen on the other oh, day, mate, funny, that man. menu. <laughs> that, that was brilliant. And I was not said that last week. There's a bit of context as well. The boys has been in touch again and he sent me like the full menu. So whatever this Indian restaurant in Cumbernauld is, for some reason, a young Mark Wilson's on the menu and he's with like, it's Michelle McManus, Eric Bristol, the Tarps player. Eric Bristol! Teacher's pet. Hugh Keevans and George Bowie are the only people that can do whatever the fuck they want and include one and get away with it. No doubt whatsoever. <laughs> and I'll, a quick story to underline that. The old gaffer at Clyde One, sadly no longer with us, said that his one rule, his one golden rule above swearing and above anything else was don't say that Santa's not real on the radio, right? That's right. And Hugh, in, in a way that only Hugh can do, decided to say it one night. It didn't even have anything to do with anything else. A guy had phoned in about um, well, a wee man's gutted because I don't know Rangers lost at the weekend or whatever, and Hughes went, "Ah, tell him Santa's no real." I've no idea why he said it. But <laughs> <laughs> that is a pure ringer. I've heard that. That was me. Adam Job said. Aye, aye. He's got a lot of credit in the bank, Hugh, but not he? Aye. Who never gets the round in? Oh, by the way, that that would be a that would be a competition because. I think uh, Hugh, I would go for Hugh because he's he's Lord Lift, you know what I mean, he can't drive, so he's he's forever getting people doing his his favours and, and lifting and laying them, so he would fall into that, and uh, DL's bad for a bargain, he's the type of guy that would go into it, I know you can do this in like a market or whatever, right, but he would, he'll go into like an established shop, like Asda, and just ask for money off some. Aye, aye. <laughs> that's <laughs> my life, the price is on it. Like, I, I, I don't get that. Like, you will not get so It needs to be him, I think. Biggest Bam Up merchant. Ah, Hugh. Yeah. Hugh is, isn't he? Aye. He's brilliant on Twitter, by the way. He's good on Twitter. He is. He's Aye. really good on like Twitter. Like you started saying the other night, man, he went viral with that. Was it the Jordan White? Aye. Aye. That was brilliant. Aye, but then. Aye. But, but, why are you so specky? Was it because I have. Aye. Just bad eyesight was all he Bad right. eyesight. <laughs> just bad eyesight. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Top shagger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll go for you. Apart from you, that's the obvious one. I mean, it would it would be ridiculous of me to ignore four wives DL, wouldn't it? I mean, <laughs> I, for that. I mean four wives DL. 
In fact, no, he's, he's on. He's looking for number four or something like that. So I so I. Best you've played with. Oh, that's going to be huge to an extent, to be fair. Aye. But that doesn't mean... Ah, but do you know what? Sometimes I do love arguing with him and think he talks rubbish at times. But if I had to pick one of them, I just to be huge. He's, the, he's the, the godfather, isn't he? Football daft with G4 Claims. Been involved in a road traffic accident? Get them now at notatfaultclaims.com. So that's it for this week's Football Daft. Thank you very much for listening. We were a man down. One of these days, one of these days, boys, we'll have the full team back together. I'm suspe- I, I, can't, I can't ever see it. I'm I, I thinking January. Once the boys have finished their pan, oh, we'll get have the full team back together. Hopefully next week. I mean, the only problem is, what, what date's next week? The 23rd and the 24th? What are we doing? Are we stoked for holidays or whatever? What's Aye, we're going to have two weeks off over Christmas. Uh, we're going to have a winter break and then we'll come back for the old uh, to do something special off the back of the old firm. But yeah, um, Stephen will hopefully be back for a Christmas edition next week. Um, in the meantime, check out uh, Rangers and Celtic Daft. You'll get them on a weekly basis. Remember, sign up for Patreon if you want more ca- content. Patreon.com forward slash football daft. You'll be able to see the video version of this. Uh, and get us on social, you know, football daft pod on Twitter, football daft podcast on Insta, and just football daft on Facebook. A uh, couple of tasty games this weekend. Obviously, Chris, it's Celtic versus Hibs, the League Cup final on Sunday. What are you thinking of that? Um, turn on. Tune on to Celtic. Um, in the pre- I, I never said that, John. All oh, right, okay. <laughs> this is true. Uh, in the Premiership, Rangers against Dundee United, Grado, obviously. Well, if it goes ahead, it'll be a, it'll be a tricky game, and obviously, won't he? But a payback for the, the game at the start of the season, so yeah, very much looking forward to that. I welcome three o'clock kickoff as well, I'm sure. Aye, three o'clock on Saturdays are there. Um, uh, there's a right uh, battle at the bottom Livingston versus Ross County on Saturday. That's going to be uh, that's going to be interesting to see how that turns up. Ross County are, are, are good. Well, obviously they were unlucky to hey, lose against John, Celtic. St Johnson, I'm in trouble. They are well. They've got Mother Motherwell are at home to St Johnson this weekend. So again, yeah, that's good. That's a tough, tough game. Motherwell. I'm to told him being the manager of the year, boy. Uh, uh, Davidson. Aye. That was last season, mate, when they won two cups. <laughs> But yeah, I mean they they obviously lost they lost lost Jason Holt. Who who else did they lose? They lost Jason Holt and the other good player, the middle midfielder. F.A. Ambrose. They've not still got F.A. Ambrose, haven't they? But yeah, they they they've lost a couple of good players, and yeah, they're struggling about this season, bottom of the table. So that's a big game for them against Motherwell on Saturday. And the Championship, Partick Thistle Wraith looks like a tasty encounter. Montrose versus Queens Park, second versus third in League One, and Strenard versus Kelty Hearts. Um, in League Two, so Falkirk got this weekend. Falkirk have got this weekend. We have got I cannot remember off the top of my head, uh, but it's Martin Rennie's first game in charge. Uh, Kenny Miller just confirmed as Falkirk assistant as well. Happy with that, John. Happy that Kenny Miller's coming. Um, Martin Rennie. Be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what that is. He's only on a six-month deal until the end of the season. He's come from the MLS. He was he's managed all over the place in like Korea and all these kind of places. It's a few years above me at school, so he's. I'm just a bit worried. That he's that's, worried. The, that's the oddest description of a manager I've ever. Heard. <laughs> Isn't that? But um, I he's. It'll be. It's an interesting appointment. Um, it's not one I'm hundred percent behind. But listen, if he does the job and can get us winning again and try and well, get. Well, if nothing else, mate, he'll take the heartburn away. 
<laughs> hey, there you go. Uh, so that's it for this week's football daft. Thank you very much for listening. We'll hopefully have a full team, a full squad back next week. Uh, and yeah, see you on the next one. Audio Frontier.